Another day, it's time to pray. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's daily podcast to all of the new people that I've been meeting lately. I mean, some extraordinary new friendships are cropping up and I'm so excited and mainly excited because I know that God is single-handedly bringing these people into my life. I have some good friends and you know I have my bestie, but the new friends coming in are pretty special. So I thank you, Jesus. Thank you. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Let us pray. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know. But when tonight I rest, I know that I will kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. And that's all we can say, listeners, is that we have tried our best. Now, from this book called The Christophers, it says, If you're frustrated that you didn't make the positive life changes you wanted, blame your mind. In some cases, we tell ourselves that we can't do something or we don't deserve to do it. At other times, we convince ourselves that happiness can't last, so why bother to change? Or that certain actions are selfish and we feel guilty. Sometimes our mind even justifies our wrong actions or the hurtful actions of others towards us. Listeners, we have to trick our minds back to right thinking. We have to be aware of the negative and we have to think positive as often as we can. Certainly our loving God wants nothing but the best for each of us. First Chronicles 22 says, now set your mind and heart to seek the Lord your God. So pray with me. 
dear God, open my heart to your love. Open my heart to your love, Lord. Amen. And then, God knows what our greatest happiness is, but we do not. So here's some insight about finding our unique path to happiness by trusting in God. There's no rule about what is happy and good. What suits one would not suit another. And the ways by which perfection is reached vary very much. The medicines necessary for our souls are very different from each other. Thus, God leads us by strange ways. We know he wills our happiness, but we neither know what our happiness is, nor the way. We are blind left to ourselves. And if we're left to ourselves, chances are we'll take the wrong way. We must, must, must leave it to him. Some of the unexpected paths we follow in life lead us to greatest happiness. Mm -hmm. Put your trust in our Heavenly Father and let him show you the way. Matthew 7, 7. Those who know your name put your Put their trust in you, O Lord, and you have not forsaken those who seek you. Pray with me. I like being in control, Lord. Instill me with the humility to surrender to your will. Stay right there. We'll be back. We've got more and we got wisdom. Lots of things coming. You know what I say about wisdom. Let's get some. <laughs> Proverbs 16. Just because. We can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. The Lord has made everything for his own purposes, even the wicked for a day of disaster. The Lord detests the proud and they will surely be punished. Unfailing love and faithfulness make atonement for sin. By fearing the Lord, people avoid evil. When people's lives please the Lord, even their enemies are at peace with them. Better to have little with godliness than to be rich and dishonest. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. The king speaks with divine wisdom, and he must never judge unfairly. 
The Lord demands accurate scales and balances. He sets the standards for fairness. A king detests wrongdoing, for his rule is built on justice. The king is pleased with words from righteous lips, and he loves those who speak honestly. The anger of the king is a deadly threat, and the wise will try to appease it. When the king smiles, there is life. His favor refreshes like a spring rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold and good judgment than silver. The path of the virtuous leads away from evil and whoever follows that path is safe. Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. Better to live humbly with the poor than to share plunder with the proud. Those who listen to instruction will prosper and those who trust the Lord will be joyful. The wise are known for their understanding and pleasant words are persuasive. Discretion is like giving fountain to those who possess it, but discipline is wasted on fools. From a wise mind comes wise speech, and the words of the wise are persuasive. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. It is good for workers to have an appetite. An empty stomach drives them on. Scoundrels create trouble. Their words are a destructive blaze. A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. Violent people mislead their companions, leading them down a harmful path. With narrowed eyes, people plot evil. With a smirk, they plan their mischief. Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained by living a godly life. Better to be patient than powerful. Better to have self-control than to conquer a city. We may throw the dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. Amen. That's wisdom. And we just got some. right back. From strength for each day, they said there's a right time to be thankful. Jonah chapter 2 verse 9 says, but as for me, I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that which I have vowed. Salvation and deliverance belong to the Lord. 
here I go with a story. Now, Jonah had disobeyed God and was swallowed by a huge fish. But while he was still suffering greatly in the fish's belly, he began to give thanks to God. Soon he was delivered. It is significant to me that he didn't wait to give thanks until after he had his victory, but he offered a sacrifice of thanksgiving and praise in the midst of his difficulty. Listeners, anytime and all the time is the right time to give thanks to God, but it is especially important that we don't forget to do so while we are in the wilderness times of our lives. It's easy to be thankful when our circumstances are joyful and exciting, but it is a sacrifice to do so when there appears to be nothing for which we can thank God. Listen up, Mom. So thank you, God, today for your presence in my life. And I know that your deliverance will come at the right time. Amen. Pray with me. Father, forgive me for murmuring and complaining when I should be offering you sacrifice of thanksgiving. I trust you to deliver me at the right time, and I give you thanks while I am waiting. In Jesus' name, amen. Now here's the interesting one. At some point in your life, someone may have said to you, don't talk back to me. Or perhaps you've said these words to someone or your children. Talking back is generally considered disrespectful, but there is an instance in which we believe it is both appropriate and necessary, and that is it is always okay to talk back to the enemy, the devil. When the devil led Jesus into the wilderness to tempt him, Jesus answered every temptation by saying, it is written. And then he went on to counter the enemy's claims with scripture. He fought and defeated the enemy with the word of God. And you can read about that in Matthew chapter four. So listeners, I encourage you to follow Jesus's example. I know I am. The enemy will come against you with lies and you can talk back to him using God's word. For example, he may tell you that God doesn't really love you and you can say, God loves me with an everlasting love. He loves me enough to send his son to die so that I can be in right relationship with him. He may say your life will never amount to anything and you can respond with, well, God has great plans for my life and he plans to give me a future filled with hope. 
one of the best pieces of advice that we can give anyone is to prioritize studying and learning God's word. And this will help you in so many ways, especially as you talk back to the enemy and defeat his lies each time. Pray with me. And thank you, Strength for Each Day. Such a good book. Pray with me. Father, help me to prioritize studying and learning your word. It is your word that gives me victory in every situation. In Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 136, verse 26. Oh, give thanks to the God of heaven for his mercy and loving kindness endure forever. The greatest honor that we can give God is to live with joy because his amazing, unconditional love is all over us. We may hear the phrase, God loves you, so often that we fail to realize the impact of these astounding words. The God who created and maintains all that we see in our world is very concerned. Concerned for everything that concerns you and he delights in you. For some reason, most of us are prone to thinking that God is usually a little bit disappointed or even angry with us. But his mercy listeners and his loving kindness endures forever. And this means that they are active at all times without interruption. Please receive God's mercy and love today and let it remove all fear from your life. Nothing can separate you from God's love, which is found in Christ Jesus. I repeat and I remind you, nothing can separate you from God's love, which is found in Christ Jesus. So pray with me. Father, help me to realize how amazing your love is and to be more aware of it in my life. In Jesus' name. Back in a moment. Listeners, see if you can guess who's talking. My desire is for you to fear me in a way that is nothing less than an awesome awareness and understanding of my sovereignty. Your reverence of me will produce the humility you need to walk confidently in faith, obedient to my will for your life. I've never intended for you to be afraid of me, unable to trust and approach me because you're afraid you've sinned too much or frightened that you can't be forgiven. 
The truth will set you free from false fear and allow you to fear me in a way that will transform your heart and soul. I will always do what is best for you. There is nothing to fear if you trust in me completely. Don't pay attention to the fears that keep you from experiencing my peace. Those fears will prevent you from being obedient to me and disobedience always brings about unhealthy fear. If you fear me, there is no need to fear anything else. I'm above all sovereign. If you believe that, what is there to fear? Whatever you're going through, whatever is consuming you with anxiety, make the choice to believe instead of doubt. Choose to have faith and conquer your fear. Fear me above all else, and I will give you peace that surpasses all understanding. That's right, listeners, that was God speaking. That was God whispering in our ear. And yes, it was personal. Proverbs 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And a quick prayer from Spectacle of Glory. Pray with me. Father, thank you for all the people who pray for me. So many I will never meet this side of heaven. Please don't let me slip into false sense of peace or let down my guard today. Keep me alert to the attacks on my friends and loved ones and your people who face any danger and persecution around our world in this very hour. Amen. Followers of Jesus are in a fierce spiritual war against an unseen enemy. Yes, there are battles we must fight in Christ alone, but we must also fight for one another through prayer, through accountability, comfort, and encouragement. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. Amen. And from Pray More, day 82 into this new year, it says, Courage to be appraised. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 14. 
If any man's work which he has built on it remains, he will receive a reward. If any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss. But he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. Mm. Fear of exams changes our study habits. I think we agree. Hoping for more than just a passing grade, we pay close attention to the teacher. Then we read and reread the text until we're comfortable with the course material. Most times. In the workforce, fear of job loss or no pay increase drives us to improve our professional behavior for our job evaluations. We make punctuality a priority, we double check our work, and we put on a happy face for our coworkers and our managers. As God's people, we face future heavenly appraisal. Let me repeat, as God's people listeners, we face future heavenly appraisal, not a judgment of condemnation, but of rewards. The decisions we make today will indeed determine how well we fare before God's seat. We will present him with works of wood, hay, straw, gold, silver, precious gems even. The decisions we make today will indeed determine how well we fare before God's seat. Pray with me. Merciful Father, keep us ever mindful of the impact our decisions today make on our eternity with you in heaven. Keep us ever mindful of the impact our decisions today make on our eternity with you in heaven. Keep us forever mindful of the impact our decisions today make on our eternity with you in heaven. Amen. Listeners, our God is always wonderful. Yes, he is. We have a unique opportunity to tap into that wonderful every morning that we awake, every day that we take a step outside the door, every time we talk to another person, every act of kindness, every thought, that comes across our mind. God is always wonderful. 
So what are we worried about? Be good, be faithful, be strong, be loving. And I thank you for coming to pray with me today because we got these blessings started. I feel it. I really feel it. God bless my brother. Bye for now.